being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, and this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Jeff Corwin from JC's British and 4x4 with me today. Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Lines are open. Any question you've got, please let us know. 303-477-5600 is our affordable interest mortgage call-in line. The text line, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. Somebody just texted in, too, and said, we would, would like to see a show on nano ceramic coatings. You know anything about that, Jeff? Uh, basically, what they're talking about is the, uh, I'm assuming, well, I'm making an assumption that this is we're talking about internal engine and friction modifier versions, not like the ceramic car coatings for okay. your, your paint and, you know, exterior, but that's a good question of whether it's one or the yeah, other. So if you're listening, tell us what that is, and we'll, right. yeah, we'll put a show together. It's something yeah. Jeff and I can even put together. Yeah. So, yeah, be happy to do yeah, that. The, the uh, you know, and actually you talking to your oil supply guys would be a great resource for that. Because, um, yeah, there's some really interesting stuff out there. And what it, most of them are out there is, is they're, they're there to protect against that direct, like, metal-to-metal contact wear right. scenario, right? Because right. otherwise your lubrication system is working off of what's uh, typically called a hydrodynamic wedge where a rotating component is, is moving. It's not the oil pressure that's creating the protection. It's that hydrodynamic mm -hmm. dynamic wedge that's cr creating that protection. Um, so it's the direct metal-to-metal -metal contact wear stuff that's where these coatings usually are coming into play. And they've had, I mean, for decades now, they've had different coatings out there. I mean, Pistons I remember, and all sorts of different well, things Well, and I remember, you know, what, 30, 40 years ago, Slick 50 coming out. We're, we're going to put, P, you know, Teflon, PTFE yeah, in your system. and just didn't work. Yeah, it's all a matter of how well it, it can actually right. adhere to something, right? So, right. you know, it's like the, you know, frying pans and the Teflon was flaking off, right? So right. now they've moved away from Teflon. They moved on to some what other product. And... Teflon was no, probably, it's a great. Uh, it's a great question. So, though, if you're listening, by the way, that that texter, let us know which product you're asking about, whether it be internal engine components or the paint. We can do both, by the way. And just a side note, that was a good reminder. If one of you want to hear us talk about a particular topic, text me, send me an email, go to drive-radio.com and send me an email, or use the text line 307-200-8222. We'll put it in queue and we'll we'll get it up. And we'll talk about it. We'd yeah. love to. Dan in Eastern Colorado, what's going on? Well, I, I've got an interesting situation. I've got a 1970 Chevy pickup, standard uh, stock pickup, 350 Chevy, turbo 350 transmission. And about 15 years ago, a friend of mine owned a shop, and we converted it over to a throttle body injection system off of a early to mid-90s pickup. Okay. And it's just not running right anymore. I can't get anybody to tune it. My, my friend has passed away. I can't get anybody to work on it. I'm trying to decide, do I go back to just put a quadrajet on it, or do I put, like, one of these Summit Racing bolt-on modern self-tuning fuel injection systems? I would 
I no, would, what I you would, have should work yeah. fine. It just need you just need to find somebody that will work on what you have, and because what you have is a pretty simple, easy system to diagnose and, and fix. Actually, and reliable it works great. There's nothing wrong with it. So, can you tell me what kind of fuel pressure I should be running on a? I, I'm guessing. I think we took it off of an early to mid '90s Chevy pickup throttle body. What kind of fuel pressure should I be running? If I'm not mistaken, those used to run about 28 pounds, I believe. Don't quote me on that because I've got too many other numbers in my brain since that day. I could specifically look it up, and I could do that offline, Dan. But I think I think 28. But, again, don't quote me because I'm doing that from memory. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same so, thing. Um, the pressure out of the pumps were usually 30, capable of 35 to 40 or so. And needed it was 28 or so down. to run, I believe. And I, and I am looking it up. The, the regulator is set to 12. Uh, it's 30 on some of the later trucks. So, again, it really depends on what year that came off of to know exactly what the fuel pressure is supposed to be. Yeah, and I don't, I don't remember. We took it off of a wrecked vehicle. I don't have any idea. We just... Well, but is it just a... Is it just a throttle body unit, you know, just a single, you know, two-port, you know, throttle body unit, like a, like a, like a two-barrel throttle body unit? Yes. I, I think, you know, 12 to 15 PSI is what that needs to be running at at the throttle body. You should be able to actually find details uh, on that ECU. Yes, Whether that's you're good point. interrogating it or just reading the codes off of it and figure out what year vehicle it came that's from That's a good point. That yeah, Je yeah I, sorry. Yes, good point, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, you should be able to plug in with a scan tool and find out what year that computer is, Yeah, which will tell you what year the system is. Because it seems like when we changed the fuel pumps when we started having... Well, yeah, what, yeah what did you change it over? Okay, two questions. Where is the fuel pump? It's just below the tank. It's just an inline pump. Okay, so it's an inline. Okay, there's there's part of the issue, by the way. Those never worked well with an in, you know with an inline pump. They just for some odd reason, you know, what you're finding is the issue. They they would not run over time. You really need to figure out how to get an in tank pump in it, a pusher pump, if you can. Now, here's the other question I should ask: Is the tank behind the seat in that one? I assume. Yes. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, so you really do need to run then an, an on the on the rail pump. My guess is that's what's wrong with it and why it's not running properly is you don't have the right pressure coming out of your in rail pump or your on rail pump, I should say. So you're saying the solution is to put an aftermarket tank in it with an in tank pump. That's that's tough on behind the seat. You have to move that that tank down along the frame rail if right. you do that. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and right. by the way, not I mean. Not a bad way of doing it. It kind of takes away from the originality of the truck, but safety-wise and everything else, it's a better way of doing it, yes. Okay, okay. I remember I'm doing one system where the, where the seat tank ran into a, a vat that we welded up and had a pump that sat in there like it did in the tank. You could do that, too, sure. That would work also. Okay. Yeah, that's an okay. that's that's definitely an idea as well. That's something else you can do. But but yeah, I, and I found a, a, a website by the way that talks about those older throttle body units, and uh, yeah, that the service range uh, should be nine to thirteen psi up at the injectors, you know, up at the throttle body unit, and that that in this case would work. So you don't think you could just put a, a thirty or forty psi pump with a 
pressure regulator at the manifold. Well, it's already door. got a pressure regulator in the on the back side of that yep. throttle body unit anyway, so you don't need an extra one. That one there will work, but you need to make sure you're supplying probably 18 psi to it. Okay. 18 okay. to 20 would but was and then let it regulate it back down to that 12 to 15. You should be fine. I'm right. guessing that's probably the issue. You probably don't have that up there. You know, put a gauge on the throttle body unit and find out. Sure. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Okay. But, but yeah, but don't, that's that's a good system. Don't don't take that system off. It's a good system. Okay. All right. All right. Appreciate it, guys. You're you very welcome, Dan. No, thank you. Thank happy Thanksgiving and thanks for calling. And yeah, don't don't spend money taking that off because you're likely to have another issue if you don't have the right fuel pump set up anyway. So. Don't uh, yeah. Don't don't throw the, uh, good money away for bad. That's that's not how I would do it. Pat in Denver, you're up. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning Pat. Pat. Hey guys, it's uh, good to hear you guys again. Thank it's been you. A while. Um, I have a transmission problem. It's a 1999 Ford Explorer. Okay. Four wheel drive, uh, six cylinder. Um, so I'm getting this. Uh, I pitch sound out of the tranny when I'm driving. You can hear it, and it goes like uh, real loud. Excuse <laughs> my description, but um, so that happens from time to time, brother. It, it's happened mostly when I'm driving. Um, the other day, I took it to Napa to get a oil service on the tranny, and then I couldn't get it in gear and and reverse. And then it, that noise started again. They couldn't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I need your help. Is it, in fact, coming from the transmission? Yes, sir. Not transfer case or front diff or anything along those lines? It is, in fact, transmission? Yes. Uh, according to what I'm hearing and, and the uh, service tech that worked on it, they thought it was the rear differential pinion seal and the rear axle bearings and then they thought it was the, the fan uh clutch drive um so they shut all that down and i told them just let's just change the oil and the filter because i thought the filter was plugged because it's been a while okay but as soon as i we did that i took it down the road for and, and real quick pat is the noise on acceleration deceleration hot cold any of that make any difference or is it just a whining noise that's there continually uh, it's not continually, but it, yeah, it is either on acceleration. When when it happens, if I accelerate, um, it'll stop. If I let off the gas, it'll stop. So it seems like it doesn't matter, but it happens all the time, not continuously, though. Okay, so the uh, this is one of those, again, we had a caller earlier where really somebody, and no offense, but whoever looked at it already, evidently doesn't have great diagnostic skills because they should be able to determine where is the noise coming from and they've gone from front to back which doesn't make sense to me somebody's talking rear end you know in you know pinion bearings and, and such and then fan clutch which is at the front end uh, right. I, honestly pat you need to go to somebody that really can diagnose that well and understands the systems what part of town are you in pat um i'm i'm uh, living in arvada Oh, go over to Arvada West. They can look at it and give you an idea of what's going on. That'd be the best thing to do. That's where I went. Yep. And they and they and when they listened to it, did they put any kind of a stethoscope or anything on it, or do you know? No, uh, as far as I know, uh, you know, they did all that troubleshooting before 
And then um, I told him, well, it's, I, I brought it home, and I was going to do it myself. But I took it back and told him, just do an oil change on okay. the tranny. Okay. Oh, so, so, so they, okay, sorry, sorry, I missed that part. So you did have them service the transmission. I'm sorry, I, I didn't follow that part. So they serviced the transmission? Yes. Okay, any difference afterwards? No, same thing. So no change. Nothing. Well, my gut feeling is, and again, they're going to have to just diagnose this a little bit further, but my gut feeling is you've probably got something internal that's making the noise. Is that okay, a planetary so is going out? Something along those lines would cause that noise? On the, uh, on, on on the, the transmission trendy, right? itself, yes. Okay. Um, okay. I just lost my train of thought. So, um, all right. Um, Okay. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Jump it back over there. Have them do some more diagnosis on it. Pat, thanks for joining us. And yeah, they can they can take care of that. They're very qualified at Arvada West to do that, and just have them continue through the process of figuring out what's going on. And again, noises are tough. So uh, you know they they've been front and back, and, and depending upon what they're hearing, when they're hearing it, how they're hearing it. And Jeff's over here shaking his head because he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Noises can be really really difficult to diagnose, uh, but they're coming from something. Yeah. Because noises are real, and you got to figure out where it's coming from and what's going on and why is it there, and just give them the time needed, and they can figure that out. Warren and Cheyenne, hang tight. We'll come right back and chat with you. We've got a couple of lines open. The Affordable Interest Mortgage call in line 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Winter is coming quick, and if there's one thing Chino's knows, it's that a well-maintained vehicle performs and lasts, especially during the harsh and sudden Colorado winter weather. Take advantage of Geno's free multi-point inspection before winter arrives. We'll evaluate your vehicle by looking at your fluid levels, belts, hoses, and filters. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with the Napa Peace of Mind Warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Chino's continues to serve as Larry's Automotive customers through Napa Auto Care, warranting any work you may have had done. If you think your vehicle will benefit from our multi-point inspection, give Chino's a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We're AAA approved and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Stay safe this winter. Stop in or visit us online at chinosautoservice.com. That's Chino's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. You go to the grocery store to buy ice cream and end up with a dislocated shoulder. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has one goal, to make sure you get the medical care you need without worrying about the cost. Your first reaction when you slip and fall tends to be embarrassment and avoidance. You hustle up to get off the floor, tell everyone you're fine, and go home in a hurry. Then once the adrenaline wears off, you start to realize that you're not fine after all. You end up in the emergency room needing rotator cuff surgery. Suddenly, you're facing upwards of $50,000 in hospital bills, all because of a shopping trip. KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh, will prove the place of business created a dangerous condition 
holding them accountable for your medical expenses so you can focus only on getting the treatment you need. Call today for a free, no-obligation consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, there we go. Kurt Rogers, one of his favorite Bon Jovi songs. The question of the day is, what's your favorite road trip music? 303-477-5600. Warren and Cheyenne, what's going on, man? What are you doing, brother? We are good. What's happening for you? Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Something like that, boy. What's up in Cheyenne? Well, you know, the well truck is really doing well. Good. That 460 is just a beast. Yeah, they're a good engine. And this thing's only got 90,000 miles on it. It's an 89. Wow. Unreal. But it's all custom. 31 years old, still cranking along. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, Cousin Craig really did a nice job on this vehicle. He's a good man. And uh, you and Dennis were killing me on lights. Ha. <laughs> I swore, John, when I got off the farm, we had to put on lights on the barn. And I said, if I ever get through this, I'm never going to hang another strand of lights. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I never have. I hear that. You know, one thing I've noticed, brother, over the years, especially Toyota right now, more technology you put in vehicles, the more problems you have with them. I always keep mine pretty simple. And they're saying now for Toyota, they're thinking it's cosmic energy. Hmm. It's not it's not sunspots. Hmm. It's just cosmic. Hmm. And they've had a lot of problems. They've already paid out a lot of money. Yes, they have. So, you know, I just thought it was uh, an interesting subject. We're going to try to get uh, our good friend Dave up there to come on and talk about LEDs and just sort of all of the, you know, uh, transition to them, how they're made, how they work, and all that. And we'll get him (laughs) on here. I'm looking forward to that, actually. It'll be fun. Well, I'm sure it will be. All I'm going to do is put chains on the ATV today. Well, have fun. Well, it's a happy Thanksgiving. I'm getting ready to cook my own. Right on. Well, enjoy. Well, ain't nobody else going to invite me. Well, that's not good. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty solitary. I don't mind. You'll be all right. You enjoy. Warren, we love you. Thanks, man. Happy Thanksgiving, too. Really appreciate you, sir. 
See you, buddy. All right, man. Take care. Really enjoy you, and thank you very much. And all of you, by the way, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. We really do enjoy it. If I was going to be in town, I'd invite, I'd invite Warren down, but I'm heading out to go see my brother, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Michael and Brighton, you're up. What's going on? Oh, not much, John. How are you? I'm good, sir. What's up, sir? Okay, so I have a 2013 Chrysler Town & Country. My engine light came on, and I went ahead and used that little, uh, uh, oh, I forgot what it's called, the little plug-in thing yep. from AutoZone. Yeah, the little code reader. From them. Yeah, the OBE2, I think it's called. Um, and it's saying that it's having a, a random misfire was detected, and their recommendation says replace ignition coil and spark plugs. Can both of those be done by someone who's halfway mechanically inclined? The back, the front side's easy. The back side gets more difficult because the crosswise engine in that, you know, depends on. Okay. That's one of those where having the proper tools. Uh, what I mean by that, and Jeff knows what I'm talking about. You know, having the right, uh, you know, sockets, extensions, wobblies, all those things to get into those areas. Uh, that's the that's the that's the kicker. And sometimes, sometimes, and I don't know on that one because I haven't done. One of those in a long time. Sometimes you got to tilt the engine forward to get to the back, or put it up on a lift and get in from the back side up underneath and do those. I remember those. doing those yeah. from underneath. Yeah. So sometimes they're easier that way than it is from coming on top. I haven't had to deal with that for years. Yeah, I, mean, I don't miss it. <laughs> I don't either. I haven't done one for a long time, and I don't miss it either. Now, would you recommend doing both the ignition coil and the spark plugs, or doing the spark plugs first and then seeing if that resolves? It? How many miles are on it? A hundred forty. And has it ever had uh, coil packs put on it? Uh, not to my knowledge. I bought it with about 68,000 miles on it. I'd put coil packs and plugs both on it. At the same. You're doing them all at the same time. Labor's already there. Just do them. All right. Do, do it all. appreciate it. All right, Michael. Thanks, man. Appreciate the Thank phone you, call. Sir. As always, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Thank you for being a faithful listener also. Chris, you're up next. What's going on? Thanks. Hey. Uh, 1995 CMC Jimmy. Uh, it won't idle right. Uh, it, I, if I drive it 50 feet, it stalls out and it won't start. It just turns over. Uh, it has a new distributor, new cap, new coil, new everything. New slider for fuel injection on top. Um, uh, if I let it sit for 15 minutes, it'll start back up. I can drive. And I, when I get the accelerator up to about 2,000, it still uh, fluctuates. The needle and the tank drops way down, and it'll stall out. What's the fuel uh, pressure on that, Chris? That's where it's going. Oh, my. You know what? I just got it out of the shop. It's where it's supposed to be. With the new pump and everything, the pressure is... Right within the range. Okay. So they did. They did. They did verify that it's within the range. Yes, sir. No leaks in the fuel system. Uh, it just idle. Has it triggered any faults yet? Do you have any faults? Nothing as far as running. No. Hmm. No, and it was at the shop for three months, and we drive it and it stall out on us with the computer plugged in to the it's an obd1 right in, yep. and it doesn't show any codes it probably hasn't run new long enough to trigger it yeah it probably hasn't new pump new filters now now when it when it's running 
excuse me, when it's running, everything runs okay, it's fine, it just won't idle. Am I hearing that correctly? When it's when I'm driving it, if I'm up to speed, the tachometer needle still drops as though it has a mist somewhere in the in the system. What and real quick by the way, Chris, what fuel pressure did they tell you it had, just for curiosity's sake? I, I can't remember. I mean, if they said it was in, within specs, I mean, because the reason I ask, that is one of the, I wouldn't say only vehicles, but one of the few vehicles I know of where even if it's a pound off of what it's supposed to be, they will not run correctly. That one, I believe, is supposed to be 60 PSI, and if they jump down to even 58 or 59, you will have problems with the way it runs. No, it was. It was in the 60s range. Okay. That's what it was, 60. Okay, if as long as it's 60 or above, you should be in good shape. I mean, that's always on that one, on that particular engine, the first place to look. Outside of that, you now need to start just looking at all, you know, somebody with a good scan tool needs to look at all the sensors. How is it reading? Is the O2 switching back and forth like it should? What's the IAC motor doing? You know, on and on we go. The other thing I would have to question is when they did the, the spider fuel injection you know, end of it. Did they get all of that done correctly? Do we have a leak anywhere there that's you know seeping down into the the engine, flooding it? Is it flooding? Is it is it too lean? You know, what's going on with why is it not idling? Hmm. And a scan tool, you know, not a code reader, but a good scan tool would tell you all that. Okay, uh, it he has the whatever the top of the line. It was a. I mean, again, you, you see what I'm saying? I mean, in other words, if it's if it's not idling yeah, because yeah. we're overfueling, well, then we could have an issue with the spider fuel injection end of it that they just put in. If it's under-fueling and it's, it's lean, okay, why? Are we lacking fuel for some reason? Is the IAC, you know, wide open, you know, causing a lean condition? Is that the problem? I mean, there's lots of things going on there that somebody with some knowledge in the scan tool, you know, not a code reader, but a scan tool should be able to read yeah. and figure out. Yeah, it was, it was, he had a scan tool on it. So Perfect. I'm going to, maybe, uh, oh, shit. Maybe I can get it down to Denver to one of your shops down there. I don't know. Uh, well, you're in there. Eastern Colorado, right? Where you, where you're, I don't know. Where's Car, Colorado? I don't know where that's at, Chris. It's, it's northeast of Fort Collins, about 20 miles. Yeah, I mean, you, actually, your best uh, bet, you're. You're closest to Purefoy Chevrolet, and that's right up their alley. I w- I'd call Jerry out there and drop it into Purefoy. All right. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Chris. I appreciate it. Bruce in Minnesota. Hey, what's going on, Bruce? Oh, cripes. There you go. Don't you know? You <laughs> Don't you know? Away. What's happening? Yeah. Well, I would have called a couple days ago, uh, a couple Saturdays ago, but I was sitting in a tree waiting for the 30-point buck. Don't you know? Though? Did they show up? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's why I still was sitting in the tree oh, waiting got for it. him. Though. Got there it. You okay. Go. I understand the now. Buck, he just never showed up. Gotcha. I understand. Not not so, feeding him enough deer pellets or something. Is that it, Bruce? Well, the the land I I hunt is surrounded by uh, soybeans and oats and corn and alfalfa, so they got plenty. You're of, in good shape. Yeah, you're good then. Okay, good. Yeah, they just they just decided. Well, he's that silly fella sitting in a tree. We're not going to come around during the day. <laughs> hey, they're smarter than we all think, aren't they? Oh, they got maps too. Yes, they do. Yeah, GPS, I yeah. believe. Yes. Yeah. Aren't you just well, supposed to put, know, a, put a pair of headlights out in the field or something? And yeah. Just jump out in front of it. Right? There you go, Bruce. <laughs> 
Yeah, put a put a bear, get make truck sounds. Rum, yeah. rum, 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 rum. And then they'll just stop. And yeah, there you go. Out. That's good. What's up with your Chevy? Yeah. Well, remember I called you on your other show and I had a, a check engine light. Yep. Well, come to find out, it was the exhaust sensor censoring something that it wasn't supposed to be censoring while censoring the exhaust. Okay. So they uh, they went in there and. Uh, uh, it only took about 45 minutes. I guess they had to reconfabulate something or something other. Probably did a software update to on a Duramax is probably what they did. Yeah. Yeah, but I just thought I'd let you know and re, you know. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, but but it's uh, oh it's it's a it's a brisk 38 right now here. Oh, tomato though I tell you. Uh, we're 43, so we're about the same. Other than uh, I don't think we uh, no nope, no wind right now, so we're in good shape that way. Yeah, we don't have too much. We're supposed to be uh, black powder rifle starts the day after or Thanksgiving. It's supposed to be usually it's sub zero, but it's supposed to be in the 40s. I don't know if I want to take a go and buy one of them them thingamajiggers there or not. I don't know. <laughs> the thirty point buck might be not not worrying about the guy sitting up in the tree. He may not be. Good point. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So. Bruce, hey, man, we love you. Thanks so much for your call. Happy Thanksgiving, too. We appreciate it, sir. We're not going to have Thanksgiving. We're going to have a very large uh, funeral for our pet turkey. There we go. Good job, Bruce. Good job, man. Hey, thanks. Enjoy. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll come right back. Lines open, 303-477-5600. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Kins and Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This time of year, as the leaves begin to turn, so do our thoughts on our summer toys. Now we must turn to the winterization of some of our prized possessions like our RVs, boats, motorcycles, and jet skis. Winterizing your entire RV could be a whole episode of drive time on its own, But today, we're going to focus on protecting the key fluids in all of your summer vehicles throughout the winter. First, let's talk about the gas. The shelf life on most gasolines is only about three to six months. By the time the gasoline actually gets into your tank, it is already many weeks old, which means that there's very little chance the gasoline in your tank today will still be in optimum condition when you dust off your toys next spring. You want to ensure that you protect your gasoline with a top-tier fuel stabilizer like the BG CF5. You also need to protect your batteries over the winter. We recommend a battery tender stay connected at all times whenever your vehicle operation will be longer than a couple of weeks in between. Before freezing temperatures set in, it is critical to ensure that the antifreeze in your vehicle has proper freeze protection. Additionally, you must ensure that the pH balances on your antifreeze are correct so that you're protecting your entire cooling system from freezing and corrosion throughout the winter. The simple addition of BG Supercool can help protect against corrosion as your coolant sits through the winter. If your vehicle is going to be parked outside, we also recommend protecting any exposed organic materials like rubber or leather with a good canvas or synthetic cover to protect these materials from the harsh UV rays of the sun or the harsh freezing temperatures of the winter. 
These few tips will keep your toys working in perfect order so that when the sun comes out next spring, you'll be ready to hit the trail, lake, or campground without any new costly repairs. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week. Your home insurance should include the stuff inside your house, too. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance, remains one of very few agents who will sit down with you and ask specific, detailed questions, making sure that in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. After a fire, you won't only need a new place to live, you'll also need to replace your gun collection and your jewelry. In those situations, you don't want to work with an agent you found online. You want to talk to someone who knows you, someone who will take the initiative to call and see how you're doing. Even in less disastrous situations, such as accidentally dropping your wedding ring down the sink, the proper coverage with Paul will make you financially whole. Paul Lewinberger can't relieve the emotional loss of a family heirloom, but he will make sure that you can replace your possessions at their full financial value. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Barber's Foods has been feeding Colorado families the highest quality protein since 1949, sourced from farm, ranch, and fishing families that they know personally. Barber's Foods is proud to offer your family wild-caught Alaskan sockeye fillets caught by their own fishermen who personally catch the salmon in the Bristol Bay of Alaska in a boat that they own and operate. Go to barbersfoods.com to pre-order your Alaskan salmon fillets. And while you're there, check out the Morgan Ranch Wagyu, Colorado-sourced USDA choice beef and bison, Beeler's non-GMO gestation, crate-free Duroc pork, and Pittman Farms family air-chilled chicken products. Stock up now and save 5% off your entire order with the code SAVE5. You care where your food comes from. So buy your proteins from Barber's Foods, 100% Colorado native-owned. Barber'sFoods.com. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560, favorite road trip song or music. Stephen Colorado Springs, what's going on, sir? What is this, Capitan? Como esta? Hey, what's up, sir? Quick question on alternators. Had a 150 amp Delco Remy alternator, two craps, and the deal on the exchange is they want like fourteen, sixteen hundred bucks on the thing. So I just took the thing off. It was on the left engine. Took it over to this place very close to Novus alternator motor repair deal, 
it was a hundred and forty nine bucks to overhaul, mm-hmm. and I, I paid the guy one hundred fifty. He looked at me like it was an idiot. But I cannot imagine. I mean, it's a Delco Remy probably. That's a GM, right? And then, then next, alter, you know, I'm going to overhaul these things forever. The uh, alternator on a 740i is incredibly 150 amp, liquid cooled. Yep. And replace mm-hmm. that. And I don't know why you want to run liquid with something pulling 150 amps. But same thing. Cool it. They're cooling it, back, it that cool way is what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, because yeah. it needs to I know, I, I know they're cooling heat, it, but you, know. but, you know, running coolant through 150 amps is not my idea of great engineering. Uh, same thing. Took your thing in and rebuilt it. Boom, boom. I got it. Got it. Ready to go. Awesome. What year? I can't remember. What year is your BMW? It's an 01 740i. Okay. So, that's all right. Okay, 01. And oh. Along the same lines, batteries. My nemesis. Those things, the battery, you've seen them. They're like twice the size of a normal battery and weigh a ton. Anyway, I need a new one for 740i, so I'm pricing around. And Advanced Auto, their Goldcraft, is a three-year battery, which is 140 bucks. Costco has the same thing in an interstate, but it's still a three-year for 212 And then I'm doing a little research. I'm told, and you could probably verify this, is that all the batteries now are made by the same outfit, Johnson Controls, I believe it is. But, you know, interstate used to be top of the food chain, but not when it's, uh, you know, 90 bucks more. Not the anymore. They're not. They, and, and, and you're right. They used to be. And not knocking them. They still build a great battery, but the 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 uh, I, I like the pin Batteries the best. Uh, Napa's now selling and those. Deca has sold them for years. I I think they're the higher quality battery today. Are they three year battery? Are they or what more? now? Three year battery warranty uh, or more? Uh, more than that, I believe they're five minimum. Because now both the Goldcraft and the Interstate are three year, and the one that just shot craps was three years and one week. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how you design something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. And then last, last item, like you were talking about battery tenders. I've had really good luck with these little, you know, they're like maybe 12 by 12 inch solar panels that you stick on a dash, you plug it in a direct letter, and it keeps it topped off with about two and a half watts. I've got them in a couple cars. What do you think of those? Go ahead, Jeff. I don't know. Um, I think, you know, the small ones, it can be tricky. I mean, two and a half watts or, or, or the two watt ones, I mean, that's a very, very small amount of amperage that they can put you know put out there so all they're going to do is you know they're barely able to maintain that top level charge so you know the downside is you know if for some reason you have an issue where you drew the battery down yeah, they're not charging sitting, it back they're up. not charging it no, back no up. they're they're a, they are strictly a maintainer now and and jeff just brought up a great point we don't say this enough i'm a big battery tender fan on most all vehicles uh, but that is with vehicles that are running that don't have big draws, that don't have other things going on, because, yeah, they will not charge a battery. They are strictly, they got no. a little computer board in them. They are a maintainer only. That's no. it. But if you start out with a fully charged battery, you should be myself, good. Myself, my brother in law, yeah, it, it seems to do the trick on both the VET, the, the 740s, and the S550. So it sure beats having a battery drawdown. You, you know the kind of draw those cars have no. around seven, eight hundred milliamps. Right. So yep. you better keep something on it. That's yeah, right. No, no, no. I, I am one. Exactly if you're, you're going to leave a car sit at all, I don't care what it is, car, SUV, truck, whatever, yeah, put a maintainer on it. Well, that's exactly the point, yeah, and I appreciate that, Steve. You just pointed out, know what the what the factory tolerance of draw is is before you pick that solar panel, so you make sure that you have more than that. Yeah, you know, the only uh, solar panel charger I've seen is right around two and a half, three 
lots, which as long as you start out with a good battery, you ought to do the trick. You should, yeah. What do you think? Uh, two okay. to three watts is, was that uh, point, point 0.2 amps? Point zero two amps? Something like that. Yeah. It's, it's still low, so just be aware of that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, All right. Thanks, Chance. Yep. No, thank you, Steve. I appreciate it very much. And and uh, great comments, by the way. If those of you that are looking at you doing the battery tenders, you got a vehicle that sits, and some of you I know are snowbirds. You'll you know you'll be here for a while, and you go to Arizona, you flip flop back and forth, or whatever the case may be, and you have a vehicle that sits, or you just have an extra vehicle that sits. Period. I would not have a vehicle that sits without having a battery tender mm-hmm. on it. You know, unless it's a vehicle you're driving every I don't know couple of weeks or so. In that case, yeah, you're fine. But if you're not driving a vehicle and only runs out the door maybe once a month or so, uh, I would put some sort of a, a – and I like the battery tender brand, frankly. Mm-hmm. I, I just have had the best luck with that brand. Not saying there's not other good brands on the market, but in general, uh, I've had the best luck with that particular brand. So, hey, questions, let us know. we got lines open, 303-477-5600. We're heading into Thanksgiving week. The question of the day is what's your favorite – Road trip music. We'll be right back. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hi, I'm Rolly Purefoy. You know, being in business for six decades in any business is a tough thing to do, especially in today's highly complex and competitive world. As a small business, we certainly have experienced many trying times when there was no clear answer or path to take for survival. The COVID-19 virus for all of us has been the ultimate business disruptor, But once again, we've managed to keep on keeping on, and we are there to serve our many tried and true customers that have depended on us to always be there. We aren't and never will be a big high-flying dealership, but one with honesty and integrity and a culture of doing things right. We appreciate all our customers, many of which have come long distances to do business with us. We are proud of who we are and what we do. Purefoy proud. We certainly need and would appreciate a chance to earn your business, whether it would be for parts or service or if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle. We'd love to be your Chevy dealer. Find us today at PurefoyChevrolet.com and find new roads. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold certified auto care shop and employs ASC certified technicians. So don't be that guy and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store. 
where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining each and every one of us, or each and every one of you. We appreciate it very much. Thank you for joining us here at Drive Radio. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4, Larry on answering phones, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Lee, what's going on, sir? Hey, my friend. Talked to you, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago. I was a guy that ordered uh, uh, Shelby GT500. Oh, yes, and I was nice. Had it. And, uh, well, anyway, I finally got it. But then you were talking about you had ordered a C8. And, you know, they were talking about pushing them all into the 2021 mode. And so I was just curious if you got any um, response on that. Are you going to get it this year? or is it Yeah, no, like mine, mine's on the way from Toledo to here, and I should have it in a week or two. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it will be a twenty, um, and it will be a twenty twenty. The reduced numbers of twenty twenties. I mean, they're only building about, from my knowledge, about twenty thousand uh, units in twenty twenty. So it'll be a you know a lesser run than they were planning. And then yeah, the rest will then of course get shifted into twenty twenty one. Well, that sounds cool. Now I'm going to be the devil's advocate here because I'm not a Chevy guy and you're not a Ford guy, but. <laughs> Have I'm a, I'm a whatever guy. The value of the car stays in, and whatever I like driving, Lee. So no, actually, I'll drive anything. I don't care. I know, I know, I know where you're coming from, brother. But what have you heard on that uh, recall already? On the uh, it's the brake. It's, it's not a drive-by wire. Um, no, it's. it's I think recall? it's. If I'm not mistaken, isn't it a recall on the? Um, on the uh, anti-collision or something. I, I can't remember. I looked it up the other day, and now, now it slipped my mind what it is. Yeah, it was me, too. It's something with the brakes or something like that. But, you know, Ford was thinking about doing the same thing, you know, about pushing everything over to 2021. And I got, like, I don't know. It was, it was the last end of the production run on that 500. And so... I was reading Car and Driver, and they were saying, well, the vets were going into... It's, it's By the way, it's, break, it's called break-by-wire. That's what the recall's on, Lean. It's not just Corvettes. That's There's several good. units that use that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I was just curious... So when, when are you getting yours, you Lee, your, your Shelby? Oh, I just brought it home yesterday. I crossed it in Nebraska, Colorado line at nice. 130 miles an hour. Nice. And... Uh, about 10 seconds later, I got a ticket for doing 88. <laughs> <laughs> what color did you buy, Lee? Grabber green. You did get the green. Okay. Did yeah. you have to pay? And I can't remember. I'm sorry. Did you have to pay over sticker for that, or were you able to get a decent deal on it? When I talked to you a couple months ago, I told you the guy, you know, he wanted 5000 over sticker. Okay. And my local dealer in Greeley wanted 30000 and I told him to stick it. And when I bought my $100,000 diesel, um, I didn't buy it from him. And uh, so anyway, 
it had been on order for 14 months. Mm-hmm. So the guy and I said, hey, I got a brand new car that's a year old. I said, can we make a deal? So he gave it to me for a sticker minus the $1,900 uh, dealer handling transportation. So I bought a blow sticker. I got nice. really lucky. You did fine. No, you did really, really well. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, yeah. And, and I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm not paying, you know, anything over sticker uh, for mine. And right now, most of the dealers around that even have one are, you know, 20K over sticker. So, yeah, that's not a bad deal at all. Well, how, how did you do on yours? Did you just tell me that or I didn't hear it? Uh, I'm, I'm buying mine for sticker. Just, just, just full sticker price, nothing over the top of that. Well, you can't get any better than that. Nope. That's another limited edition vehicle. Yep. No, I'm so. doing fine. I'm not. I'm. I am not complaining at all. Yeah. What color did you get, by the way? All red. Everything red. Oh, I, I'm going to actually let mine sit up at Purifoy for yeah. a month or so, so they can display it and show it and get some traffic and so on. So you're welcome to run up there and go by and look at it, Lee, as, once it gets in. Where did you, did you get it out of uh, Rolly? Yeah, out of Purifoy. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to be sitting up there, what, next week, you think? Uh, you know, possibly. It's on its way from Toledo down. It depends on how long it takes to get here on the train and then get offloaded and then transport it over. It, it could be you know, after Thanksgiving or it could even be this week. It's hard to say, Lee. I don't, I, they, they don't know exactly at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will be. The transport, you know, it took mine four weeks to come out of uh, Flat Rock, Michigan. So, you know, once it hits Denver, who knows how long it's going to get a, uh, a transport to get it up there to Brighton. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Four, Makes four. sense. Anyway. So we'll that's see. All I was calling, my friend. Oh, uh, thanks, I'm Lee. No, I'm, and I'll let everybody know. Appreciate it, Lee. Happy Thanksgiving. And I'll let everybody know once it shows up at Purifoy and some of you can run by and take a peek at it. Bill in Lakewood, what's going on? How's it going? Since uh, we're talking about batteries, <clears throat> I, I, I want to get a battery. I, I that's got like dual post on it. That's got the regular post up on top. Cause the truck that I got to put it in, it's got the screw in post on the side. Yeah. Side post on a GM. Yes. Which is impossible to try to jump with, with, with alligator clips. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little harder. Yes. So, so am I going to find something somewhere? I wouldn't. <laughs> no. Will I be able to find it? Yes, but I wouldn't. And here's why, because those oh. dual post batteries, Literally, if the, the top post on those, they're running everything literally off the side post or vice versa. They'll either do a top post and they run a little strap down for the side, or they do a side post battery and they'll run a little strap up to the top for the top post. Either way, you're relying on that little strip, if you would, that strip of lead between the two, which tends to be a problem on some of those. And I, I'm, just, I'm not a fan of dual post batteries at all. Okay, so then the best thing would be to change the cables eventually. Best thing to do is just figure out how to leave a battery tender on that so you're not ever having to jump it and don't worry about it. Right, because it's, well, see, the problem is is the battery that's in there is not, a, it's not an old one, but it's a Sears. And it, it's a diehard, their best battery, but just won't hold the charge. Yeah, and they're no longer, just go buy a good Napa battery right now. They're a pin battery. They're very well made, high quality battery. I would just do that. Okay. You're very good, Bill. Thank you very much for the phone call. And, yeah, I'm not a big one on changing things around. If it's a side post, leave it. If it's a top post, leave it. That's that's my feeling. Mike in Highlands Ranch, what's going on? Hi. I think you just answered my question, John. Um, 
I didn't I didn't catch all the conversation with the previous caller. Uh, he had a battery last three years in one week, and then he said he was he had an S five fifty and a seven forty. Those are probably are two of the most power hungry vehicles on mm-hmm. the road for using electricity. Yes. There, those things with the computer systems on them, when they're sitting in the garage on the tender, are the, the, the they can talk to the factory then. That's right. And That's right. so I, I was just curious of how that conversation. I've never had a battery on cars like that go past five years. I think it's a maintenance item, and I put them on the battery tender brand. Agreed. Was, was it Penn you said that Napa carries that you really like? Yeah, uh, yeah Penn is now making the Napa batteries. Uh, DECA had those for years. Napa now has them. I think it's one of the best. Well, I, not think. All the testing I've done on my commercial end of things where we plow snow, do all sorts of things, where I was literally in a lot of cases putting batteries in every single solid year. Didn't matter what brand it was. Yeah. Napa, didn't matter if it was interstate back then. I then switched to DECA. Those problems went away. Now that Napa's selling the pin battery, you can buy a Napa battery instead of the DECA. Either way, you're buying the same battery, and in my opinion, it's the best battery made right now. Well, this may I, this is a rhetorical question because of your show, but... But I think most folks uh, need to understand that a lot of folks may not, but some do that, that cars these days, the amount of power that they use with a computer and the electronics is really quite staggering, even when they're not running. And mm-hmm. so uh, uh, batteries are, are uh, they don't go as like they used to. I mean, you know, seven years, yeah, I hear those, but... But, uh, yeah, they... no, I think on any car, Mike, back to your point, batteries are a maintenance item. I tell even the shops that I consult all the time that really technicians should be looking at dates on battery and when, on batteries. And when you're at a five-year battery, you're in year four, you should be recommending to your customer to go ahead and put a battery in before it fails because nothing worse than getting left stranded with a dead battery because then you as a shop typically are the goat because most likely it, it never fails. You just looked at the vehicle. And three weeks after, the battery fails, and you're now the goat because it was just in the shop, and you were supposed to do all those checks. And, yeah, the battery at that time was good, but I'm a big one on selling batteries to customers based upon age because it's a maintenance item, and it is. They don't don't last. They don't last. (laughs) No, I'm chuckling, too, because I had uh, one of the cars that he mentioned. I uh, used to have an M5 that I I loved. It was dead in the doornail one day in the in the bank parking lot. I mean, dead, dead, dead. Yep. And and I come to find that's where I first learned that that they base. It was about five years old, and there's no little bit left in them. When they're nope. dead, they're dead. They're dead. That is a fact. You got that right. Yep. Well, thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Mike. No, I appreciate. It. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Thanks for all your support. Uh, Paul and Loveland, John and Denver, you guys hang tight. We'll come back. We got one line open is all. Drive Radio, you guys, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4. We got one hour left. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.